A campaign in one Pennsylvania community aims to provide a better support system for families who are grieving. Welcome to the Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Friday, November 24th. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is being recorded at 5.35 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories. So let's get started in Center County. A state college peer support group for grieving children, teens, and families promotes the importance of having a positive support system. Sydney Roach is with our partner WPSU in State College and brings you details about this group as part of National Children's Grief Awareness Month. Adults, get out of here! Yeah, goodbye! Goodbye! Children and adults go into separate rooms during Tides Night, which happens twice a month at Mount Nittany Middle School. It's hosted by the State College Peer Support Group called Tides. It's talking about waves going up, coming down. Sometimes you have a season of crashing and you need extra help and support, and you come back. Emily Aiton Newberry is a volunteer at Tides. She's been coming to Tides Night since 2018 when her husband died from cancer. She says the group has been a lifeline for her and her 8-year-old son, Tyler. He was 3 years old at the time. This is why Tyler says he likes coming to Tides Night. Being with other kids who've also lost somebody in their life. At the start of the night, everyone stays in the same room to eat, play games, and talk. Then adults go into groups based on their type of loss, while kids are split up between age groups. Tyler's mom says it's a place for him to feel understood and relate to other kids. And she adds she'll keep bringing him to Tides Night as long as he wants to attend. Philadelphia City Council is forming a task force to look at the issue of reparations. Tom McDonald is with our partner WHYY in Philly, and he reports they're looking for people who want to be part of the effort. The Reparations Task Force was created by City Council in June, and Councilmember Jamie Gautier says it's designed to look into making the families of former slaves whole. While there is no way to truly eradicate past wrongs, the task force will recommend concrete steps, financial and otherwise, the city, state, and federal government can take to eradicate the lingering chokehold the institution of American slavery has on our society. Catherine Hicks, head of the NAACP, said the task force will review view injustices of the past and make sure those impacted by institutional racism will be part of the reforms. Now, applications to join the group will be accepted through mid-January with a goal of formally launching the task force during Black History Month in February. So, as usual, I went through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania looking for a few stories to put on your radar because they could cover issues that could impact you and your community in the future. So, here's what you need to know. A Commonwealth Court judge has ordered the State Department of Health to release information about medical marijuana certifications issued by individual doctors. The move likely brings a conclusion to an open records dispute in which the agency sued our partner, Spotlight PA, in an attempt to keep the information secret. Now, that information could help identify outliers who might be bending or breaking the state's rules. It also could give greater insight into cases when the department attempts to discipline doctors. The medical marijuana program has about 1,900 approved practitioners who can issue certifications to patients. That's according to recent health department data. 
A woman has been sentenced to decades in prison after pleading guilty to driving under the influence and then striking and killing two state troopers and a pedestrian on an interstate in Philadelphia last year. 23-year-old Jayana Webb of Montgomery County pleaded guilty to three counts each of third-degree murder and homicide by vehicle while driving under the influence. She's been sentenced to 27 and a half to 60 years in prison. Defense attorney Michael Walker told the Philadelphia Inquirer that Webb, who is seven months pregnant, will be allowed to remain out of custody until she gives birth. Just a reminder now, the morning agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcast and on WITF's YouTube channel. And if you like what you hear, please share it with your friends and on your social media channels because you can play a big part in spreading the word about the morning agenda. All right. If you got up early today to go shopping on this Black Friday, what's the one song that you were listening to as you headed out and girded yourself for the big shopping experience today? Reach out to me on Twitter or Blue Sky. I'm at TLambert895 on both platforms. And I hope you check out our Spotify playlist for the month. It's the Morning Agenda Song of the Day, November 2023. And there you will find my pick for today's Song of the Day. It's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away. And that does it now for The Morning Agenda. It's a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Your company is appreciated. So be well. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. And I'll be off Monday and Tuesday, so Scott Lamar will be in for me. So you and I will talk again on Wednesday.